Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Welcome in everyone on a Friday, August 6th, on a beautiful weekend coming up, I hope, for everyone. I know we're going to be hot in the 90s. Um, I would love to be up on Cape Cod where it's a lot cooler, I think, this weekend. But we are all here tonight, and I want to welcome you all. And I want to thank Larry Gassman for streaming us this evening. And Ray Campbell is also going to be on um, helping me host this evening. But our guest of the evening is an is the let's see he's the host committee convention chair for next year's convention in Omaha which I think is probably going to turn out to be a very large convention god willing we are through the pandemic and the variants by then um since we have not been able to get together it'll be 3 years at that point face to face and Jim has uh, also, he's, I know he's a past president of the Nebraska Council. He's been involved with um, a number of the special interest affiliates in ACB. And Jim Urick, I want to welcome you to Visibilities. I appreciate the opportunity of being here, and hopefully we can uh, provide some guidance and insight and wisdom on what's going on here in Omaha. Now, as I understand it, you are... Omaha is your hometown, right? Born and raised. In fact, I'm still in my childhood home, if anybody cares. I thought you were going to say you're still in your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably could be, too. I mean, I'm young at heart, so, you know. <laughs> That's what counts. So, you know, this is – I want to make a point in the very beginning that this call this evening, this call tonight, is not meant – to supersede anything that Janet Dickelman and the and the National Convention Conference and Convention Committee will be doing, this is to let us know a little bit more just about Omaha and what we can look forward to um, beyond the convention. You know, when when we for those of you who are fairly new to ACB, you. When we usually get together in person, there's plenty to do with tours and and such. But there's also, you know, a night or two when you say, I need to get away and just have a nice dinner, a quiet romantic dinner, or get together with a few friends somewhere and just explore the venue of wherever we are whether it was in St. Louis or whether it was back in the days when we, in Kentucky or uh, any uh, Atlanta. I mean, we have been, we've pretty much covered the country through the years with conventions. 
Um, and it's just nice to learn some of the things about the place where we're holding our convention. You know, some years we've held our convention and we've been so busy. I've, I know I've been so busy at convention. I've never gotten outside the, beyond the hotel property. And, and other years you get to go and do a lot of things, you know, that are just kind of a little off the typical tourist path. And those are the kinds of things that I'd love to hear from Jim about what we can do in Demo- in 7.05 p.m. Okay. Um, that we can do in Omaha this year. And so, Jim, tell us a little bit. Why don't you start out? Can you tell us some just some general facts about Omaha? I can tell you that Omaha is, let me pull up my notes here, because I, as a population as of 2019, uh, 478,192. Now, that encompasses, from what I understand, the quote-unquote greater Omaha area, which includes Omaha, and I, for some reason that also includes, you know, Iowa, Council Bluffs, and other cities around um, or metropolitan cities around Omaha. The Omaha is one of those cities where, look, guys, it's a Midwestern city. And those of you that live in the Midwest know that Midwesterners are known for their hospitality, their friendship, their camaraderie, whatever it is. Amen. And as Ray says, you know, look, being in, in Illinois, uh, the people in Omaha will basically go out of their way to help you with, if you're, you know, have an issue you're trying to deal with I mean, they'll help you with whatever they can. That's just, that's Midwestern hospitality. Um, as far as Omaha itself, um, Omaha is kind of known for a lot of their Midwest. Omaha is known for a number of things. Look, there are a lot of businesses in Omaha. Union Pacific is headquartered in Omaha. For those of you familiar with Union Pacific Railroad, a lot of your call centers, i.e. Hyatt, i.e. Marriott, i.e. Um, those hotel chains, the airlines, they have a lot of the call centers in Omaha because it's more cost-effective to run the phone lines through the Midwest as opposed to the East or West Coast. So I think if you folks, you know, if you decide to attend the convention in person in Omaha, I think you'll be impressed with not only the people, but the, you know, the layout of the city as well. It's, it's a fairly well laid out city. You know, we're going to be in downtown Omaha next year at the, at the Hilton. And I was out today with a friend. I was telling Terry prior to the call, I don't usually go downtown a lot because I live here. I have no reason to. And I, there are a number of restaurants or a number of bars. There's a number of, of uh, grocery stores and what have you within about a four, five, six, seven block radius of the hotel. And assuming the construction is done by then, you know, it's, an, it's a, it, you know, you can walk it, you know, you can take a quick Uber, you can take a quick taxi, whatever it is to get to where you want to go. 
So it's, it's fairly easy to navigate and get around. Is it like a grid-type layout, this city? You know, with numbered streets one way and lettered the other or you know, that's, that kind of thing? That's exactly correct. Uh, if, since we're going to be in the downtown Omaha, there are a number, there are about four or five main streets downtown that folks need to be concerned with. Dodge Street is the main, that's the divider, if you will. Uh, if you're on one side of Dodge, then the streets run a certain way. If you're on the other side of Dodge, the streets run a certain way. So based on from where the Hilton Omaha is on 10th and Cass, you're going to have a fairly easy time getting from point A to point B. That's good. So, what else can you tell us about Omaha? I can tell you that uh, Nebraska in general. I, I know. Go ahead. I was there. You, I was invited. You invited me out there too when I worked for ECB. I was the national representative to the Nebraska convention when you're back in. Oh, I'm going to say about 19. I mean, 2005 or six something. In and that you survived. And you survived, Terry. I, I not only survived. Jim took me to this Bohemian cafe that you wouldn't have believed for a restaurant. But I asked him earlier, and he told me, "Unfortunately, it's not still there." Yeah. I only said that because I was the national representative in 2011 out there, and uh, I drank more that weekend than I have in a long time. Well, and I'm. I'm surprised you found your way in that suite that you had in Columbus. I tell you what, that was, that was a good-sized room, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, I do have 10 fun facts about Omaha, and I'm going to try to – that would be great. I'm going to try to not read it because I don't want it to sound rehearsed, but let me – Omaha is home to one of the world's best zoos. Now, you tell that to the folks in San Diego, that might be some dispute. Um, Omaha's home to one of the world's best zoos. Uh, Henry Dorley Zoo is the name of the zoo. Um, it's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium. It's more like a biological park uh, dedicated to conservation around um, the globe and home to the world's largest indoor desert. And I'm sure that'll be probably a tour that's... Um, that's uh, that's um, an option. It's um, let's see. It is as also has the world's largest glazed geodesic dome and North America's largest indoor rainforest. So the folks, the zoo is something that if you even if it's not a part of the tour that's offered by ACB, which I can't imagine it won't be, uh, you need to take time to go to the to the zoo and, and just visit. I mean, you can literally show up when they open up and still not have seen everything by the time they close. That's how big it is. Um, another now renowned Omaha uh, attraction is the Bob Carey pedestrian bridge. Bob Carey was one time governor of Nebraska, democratic governor went on to the U S Senate. Um, Let's see. The Bob Carey Pedestrian Bridge is a 3,000-foot bridge floating over the Missouri River. Uh, it links more than 150 miles of hiking and biking trails. Uh, 
In fact, it connects Omaha to uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa. So that's something. And of course, at Christmas time, uh, the bridge is decorated with Christmas lights and, and all of that. So that's that's a nice uh, sightseeing factor as well. Uh, in 1945, I didn't know this, the third fact, in 1945, during World War II, a little bit before most of our time, a Japanese balloon bomb exploded over Omaha, uh, over the uh, Dundee neighborhood. That's Dundee is a uh, more elite, upscale part of, uh, of Omaha. Of... Today a plaque uh, uh Today a plaque commemorates where the bomb exploded. Uh, of course, the Dundee neighborhood. That might be something else that you folks, uh, the folks, might want to uh, look at. Uh, there's a lot of restaurants, bars, and shops there too. It's like I say, it's more upscale, but they do a good job there with some of their stuff. The okay. Now, anybody listening from New York, you might disagree with this, but we have the proof to back it up. The Reuben sandwich was invented in Omaha. Somebody else just told me that recently. It is. Uh, yeah, the Reuben sandwich was invented in Omaha. Um, let's see. The theory is during a late night poker game at the Blackstone Hotel, which is also near downtown Omaha, a local grocer was asked to ante up and create a new dish. The available ingredients resulted in an American menu staple, of course, known as now the Reuben Sandwich. Uh, number five, Omaha is on the forefront of the farm-to-fork movement. Of course, you know, Nebraska, just like Illinois and Iowa, uh, is farm country. Uh, Omaha's... T- Omaha is home to some of the, let me pull up my notes here. Um, Omaha is home to some of the top 100 certified restaurants on the Good Food 100 list. Uh, Dante and Kitchen Table are recognized for their strong commitment to sustaining or sustainable sourcing. Okay. And for you sports enthusiasts, the NCAA Men's College World Series has been Omaha's uh, been held in Omaha since 1950. Of course, excluding last year because of the pandemic, that was obviously canceled. Omaha has played host to the U.S. Olympic swim trials, uh, recently just concluded before the Olympics. Uh, Omaha's music scene has also thrived since the 1930s. Uh, currently, pull up my notes here. Currently, Santa Creek Records, that's a local record company, has dominated the indie rock world with influential names such as Bright Eyes, Cursive, uh, Relo Kylie, Azure Ray, and more. Um, let me pull up. There, there's also um, four. There are four Fortune 500 headquarters called Omaha Home. Uh, those Fortune 500 companies are Berkshire Hathaways, which Warren Buffett uh, does his uh, annual shareholders meeting the first weekend in May in Omaha. Um, let's see. Union Pacific Railroad, as I mentioned, was here prior. 
mutual 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 of Omaha. Not referring I get to, those commer- there get their ads all the time in my mail. <laughs> right, not referring to Wild Kingdom, of course, but um, uh, the insurance company and Keywood Corporation. They all call Omaha. And the tenth fun fact. Um, let's see, where is it? You can't talk about business in Omaha without mentioning one of the world's richest people. And no, it's not me. Uh, (laughs) Billionaire Warren Buffett. Uh, Warren Buffett continues to call Omaha home and brings thousands of shareholders to the city, as I mentioned, for the Berkshire Hathaway's annual meeting. One thing about Warren Buffett, guys, if you didn't know he had money, you wouldn't know it. He still lives in his, you know... In his home that he's lived in for years, still drives a, a beat-up car. Yeah, you wouldn't know he had money if you didn't know it otherwise. He's just your average person, treats everybody, you know, the same, and money has not gotten to him. So those are some fun fun facts about Omaha. Oh, that's really – that's neat. Uh, you know, it's it's always good when somebody – Keeps you know keeps a level head when they even when they become one of the wealthiest people yeah. in the country. I guess it may, right. maybe an ACB sponsorship there. Who knows? Uh. Uh, Ray, I tried that. Go for, to sleep. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I tried that for uh, the leadership conference we had in, back in seventeen yeah, for the Midwest, no. and that didn't go anywhere. But yeah, hey, no. it's a possibility. Hey, um, Terry, can I add a speaking of the leadership conference? That's a good segue. Can I just add a quick comment, uh, just kind of reinforce what Jim said, and that is, uh, I was one of the several participants that participated in the Midwest Leadership Conference in 2017 in August that year. It was a different hotel, but yeah, I'll tell you anymore either. Yeah, I'll tell you, the people of Omaha are just very friendly. They they they're, 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 they will be there to welcome us next year. And um, it's going to be uh, great. The airport isn't that big, so it should be fairly easy to get around. And, you know, Jim can talk more about the, you know, there are good airline connections into Omaha. And so you won't have to worry about that. Of course, you got Amtrak, too, and stuff. So, uh, but no, the people are just fantastic. And, and, and we had a good time when we were there for the Midwest Conference. So I think I, I know that ACB members will have a good time in uh, Omaha during the 2022 convention, if you attend in person, which I certainly encourage everyone who can to do so. I was planning to do just exactly that. Um, As I say, I was in Omaha and it was just the most, it really was a very, very welcoming, welcoming group. And even when we did, when we went out to dinner and that just everybody just seemed so hospitable and so open, and um, I, I, I just think very, very highly of the city, and I think that we're all going to really enjoy Omaha a lot. Um, perhaps we, uh, you, we're talking about the zoo, and um, before the show started, you mentioned. Uh, because I know that we have a lot of people who love it, since I think there's usually about 80 people on on Saturday nights around here at 9 o'clock. You mentioned a bar that does karaoke. Mo and Curly's, and I've never been there. Um, Although a friend of mine who hauled me around Omaha this afternoon just figured out what's there, uh, Jody said that it's a lot of, it's a, 
you know, high energy atmosphere and the whole bit. Um, so yeah, if, if, if folks like karaoke, in fact, I may even suggest this to Scott, who's a new president of RSVA, you know, that's where you want to go. You know, they had, you know, of course, your drink specials, your food, your karaoke, just, just a wonderful atmosphere. It's the, again, the staff is welcoming. They'll do what they can to help folks out. That sort of thing. So I would encourage folks to, to, you know, if you like to, even if you don't like to sing, you can go do what I do. Sit, you know, at the table at the bar and heckle people for butchering songs you used to like. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I would encourage that in a heartbeat, guys. Number of sports bars downtown, number of restaurants. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's the, the location of the hotel versus, you know, getting around to different eateries and all, it's, it's going to be, it, it shouldn't be much of a problem. You know, you may be about five, six, seven blocks away from most anything you want. And it's, and, question, and it's a, a pretty walkable area. You mentioned something about construction earlier. Well, there is some construction down there now. I mean, it'd probably be done by then, but even, even if there is still a little bit of construction, you know, it's not that major that you're going to, you know, you're not, not going gonna, to, we're not going to have to walk in the middle of the street. You're to not going to have to walk things. in. No, no. Maybe speaking for of walking in the steps. streets, speaking of walking in the streets, I'm just curious. Does Omaha have any uh, accessible pedestrian signals? Or no? Okay. We do not. Now that might be something that when the National Convention <laughs> Committee comes in, uh, that might they might be installed. You know, in the vicinity of the hotel, I think they were in Rochester, if I remember right, in St. Louis. Uh, but no, there is there are no pedestrian uh, uh, signals in in Omaha. No, at least audible. Right. All right. That's just just something to keep in mind for people. You know, and of course, it'd be nice to sharpen have. up and for everyone to sharpen up their O and M. Well, and Terry, that's just it. You know, it'd be nice to have the uh, audible stuff, but. You know, because of cost factor, one reason or another, we don't have it. But that doesn't mean you still can't get from point A to point B. If you're, you know, if you have a cane, guide dog, whatever it is, in order, you know, you still have to, you know, you still have to have the skills to get from point A to point B. Right. Right. Absolutely. You know, we all lived and fortunately survived many, many years. Uh before before such devices were invented. Well, that's exactly right, yeah. And uh, gosh, I remember I came across not too long ago, and a lot of this is totally aside, came across an article from an old Boston Globe mag- newspaper reminding people um, about the blind people who took a, who tended to take one particular line of the T. The uh, trolleys. This was back in 1954, I think it was, um, because most of them didn't even use canes at that in those days, and it was just kind of reminding people just to watch out for people on the street that uh, that might be blind or visually impaired, and uh, on the street and in the and and in the trolleys, you know. And um, it was just it was interesting to think that. That it was that relatively recent, right? But but at the same time, people were pretty respectful of others. 
maybe we need a little more of that in the world now, but uh, it was just kind of a thing of just kind of a reminder, you know, that, that there are a lot of, that there are a good number of people. What it was, was it was mostly the people who worked over at National Braille Press. Uh, It was the line that you would take to get to National Braille Press and Northeastern University uh, in particular that it was talking about. I thought that was interesting from, oh, almost 70 years ago. Better than something like that, sixty-seven years, and you know, and and, yeah, and you know, there's a lot of decent people around that I'm sure, especially with good hospital, with an area that has such a good sense of hospitality, that I think you know, hopefully, people will get out and take advantage, and of course, hone up, hone up on their on our mobility skills. you do want to be safe, but you don't want to stay pinned up unnecessarily. Right. Because it does sound like there's a lot to do. Can you recommend any particular, um, oh, I don't know, maybe if somebody wanted to do like a, rom- a, a somewhat romantic dinner or, uh, you know, any place that's especially nice. To go for a nice dinner or a dinner and show or something like that. Do you know of anything like that? Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, It depends on how far you want to venture from the hotel. Uh, There is a restaurant in the central part of the city that is an Omaha staple that's been there for a number of years. And I don't know the exact number of years. Uh, it's an Omaha steakhouse, and the name of it is Garotz. Um, they do, yeah, G-A-R-O-T apostrophe S, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they've been, they, they have everything from steaks, seafood, Italian chicken, American cuisine, and yes, Ray, they do have beer. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, and um, they're moderately priced. You know, he, this, he knows me well. Well, I, I know like, me <laughs> well, too, but I wouldn't know if he didn't have beer either. But um, no, they you probably about two people, you can probably get away with maybe $30, $35. That's, you know, not including appetizer and what have you. Um. As far as a show is concerned, I'm right offhand. I'm. I know that we do have a number of venues in the city that uh, that do offer, you know, movie theater type whatever. Uh-huh. I, I know, and so. But not there's not one place you can go for both a dinner and a show without having to move from one place to the other. Uh huh. If that's what you're getting at. Yeah. No, I just didn't know if you know even near one another or or a dinner theater type thing. Either way, I was just curious. Um, I think those would be great things for maybe 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 the host committee could work on putting some of those kinds of things lists together. Right, for people over the course of the next what nine or ten months, right? Um, it's you know that kind of thing. 
No, I, I, I think those are things that people do like to. Convention's wonderful, but every once in a while you do sometimes, I think, want just a little bit of a break. <laughs> I, I, I do know that there is a comedy club in Omaha. It's called The Funny Bone. Ah. Uh, that the, uh, I know ACB students every year has a, um, a, um, comedy, God, night. Always, comedy night. Yeah. And that's something they might want to look at is, of course, it's in the western part of the city. It's a good, you know, Uber or cab ride or whatever from the hotel. But that doesn't mean, or you know, that doesn't mean it still can't be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have two performances. I think one is at seven or seven thirty, and the more adult themed show is at ten or ten thirty. Uh, oh. And of course, there you can get, you know, your your food, your, you know, your wine, your beverages, your beer, whatever it is. And so that might be something that folks want to consider too is is doing a comedy show at the at the funny bone um you know and they do they do a pretty good job there as well. I've been there a number of times and and I'm kind of impressed with not only the food but also the uh entertainment ah, there we go they've also i know the when the students were doing the comedy night, they often too would uh hire someone from the area you know a comedian from the area to come in right. to do their show so that might be a good resource for them for that kind of thing as well that's exactly right in fact yeah. you know they can have them come to the hotel or actually or go you know, or they could or have go. the students go there yeah you could do it either way that might be exactly. a better option because you don't have to pay a bar setup fee and that's and, true and that so just go and you know that that'd be the way to do it yeah that's true that is very true. Well, we have a good number of people on our call this evening. And so, Raymond, let's put you to work. Why don't you just remind anyone, in case there's anyone who doesn't remember how to raise hand. Sure. Um, sure, be glad to. So if you are on a PC tonight, you would use Alt-Y to raise your hand. If you're on the Mac, it's Option-Y. If you're on a telephone, it's star 9. And all of these are toggles. So if you hit it again, it can, your hand goes down. Uh, if you are on the app tonight, you hit the more button, and under there is a raise hand right. button. When I, ask, when we, I or Terry ask you to unmute, to unmute, it's Alt-A on the PC, Command-Shift-A on the Mac, star 6 on the phone, and mute is in the lower left corner of your app. And Thank you. And our first call is Sharon Strakowski. Hey, there you Hi. Go. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much, Jim, for doing this for us. No um, problem. Okay. I have a couple of questions. A friend of mine is not able to be on the call tonight, and she wanted to know about if there's any vegetarian restaurants, because we think of Omaha as like Omaha steak. Yep. <laughs> and, 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 guys, if I can make it worth it, will be a $500 gift card at the banquet to give away. Okay. Okay. So anyway. Anyway, and the the other two questions are, um, is there an active paratransit there? And then the other one is, can you describe the hotel a little bit, if you know it? Uh, okay. In answer to your third question, the answer is no, because I've, I haven't been there since 2007. Okay. Uh, and that's something Janet Dickelman will be taking care of. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That'll come out. Uh, vegetarian restaurants, there are vegetarian restaurants in the Omaha area that I can, that I can assure you. Mm-hmm. Uh, their proximity to the hotel. I had I I took a quick tour of downtown today, 
And a lot of those restaurants I'm not familiar with because guys, I don't go downtown. Right. right. You know, I, I live here and I have no reason to. Um, but there are I, there are vegetarian restaurants in Omaha. I'm sure there's probably some within maybe a mile or two of the hotel. Uh, and paratransit, uh, we do have paratransit. Uh, reliability is questionable. Being okay. very honest with you, <laughs> right? Uber is better, right? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, Uber, Lyft. Yep. Tag. I would do Uber, Lyft, or cab over paratransit. But if you want to do the paratransit, you can do it. The thing with paratransit is they require, unless they've changed since I've used it, uh, 24-hour notice. Yeah. yeah. I have and, never personally but, used it at, at a uh, outside of my own location, but I just wanted to know. Yeah, yeah but they, and, do, okay. they do have it. Again, yeah. and that's something that um, the committee, the convention, Janet and her, and her committee usually uh, yeah, come up know, with and, everything on that, uh, on what's yeah. available for that. But oh, Sharon, Sharon, I will tell you though that, that the uh, convention center that we'll be using is connected to the hotel. You right. can either you can either go outside and access it that way, or there's an enclosed walkway between the mm-hmm. hotel and the convention center. And, and uh, the other things I have are what time zone is it in, and central. also central. Okay, and how hot might it be in July? Um. What, do you, what city? What city are you in? I'm in I'm in Worcester, Massachusetts. Well, same difference. Same humid, difference. humid, humid. Yeah. yeah, if it's ninety, it feels like hundred and ten. Okay. <laughs> and that's <laughs> on. And that's in the shade, by the way. So. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Next person. <laughs> oh goodness. And look off. Worcester still sounds considerably cooler. I'm sorry. Look and, out for the men because they're they're the same. They're hot. Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear that either. But that's and Jerry, right. I'm not sure what you're saying. Um, but if you want to raise your hand, I'll get to you shortly. We already have uh, Jane is next. Uh, I, I How did you not with me? <laughs> I recognize the, joke, the phone the men, number. Men are hot for the woman. Hello. Yeah, hold on a second, Jane. Okay, I can yield, Terry. Are you asking about a hospital? Who me? No, Jane. You. Uh, uh, no, no. For, forget about. For, forget about it. Okay. Okay, then let's go to Jane. Jane, you. Hi, asking? Terry. How did you know it was me? <laughs> I recognize that phone number at this point. Uh, I figured. Um, I think Jane is my, the president of my fan club at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be the vice president. I, I don't want to be the president. <laughs> Much work. I don't <laughs> blame you. Irish, President's a lot of work. Irish uh, juice, I'll, I'll be happy to be the president. But anyhow, um, <laughs> listen, I have a couple of questions, if I may. First sure. of all, I'm kind of Googling and playing, looking around your beautiful city, and I will be there. Um, it will be my first in-person convention, Welcome and I live on Cape Cod. And my question is, um, I'm a hot air balloon fanatic. Do you have hot air balloon rides? And if so, how far are they from the from the city? And my other question has to do with your geometric dome. Was that built by Bookmister Book, Book, Book Fuller? Because we have a geometric dome out here 
that was made into a restaurant by Mr. Fuller, and now it's going to be an art center. So I was wondering if the two were built by the same person. What G what, what, um I'm trying to think of the geometric dome you're referring to. One you said about when you're talking about the zoo. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, right, right. Uh, I don't believe that was built by the same individual. Oh, okay. Uh, they're very interesting. Yeah, it, it might. It, he might have, you know, plagiarized some of the uh, design and yeah. all that. But I don't know. I, I don't believe it was the same individual. Okay. Hot air ballooning. Um, That is something that I would have to double check. I believe there might be, uh-huh. but I don't want to tell you wrong. What I can do, if you want, I can look th- look at that and get back to Terry and have her follow up with you. I'm, no, I'm that's sure all right. That I just wanted to know um, how far it was from the city, so I have to figure out where it was again, but they do have them. But anyways, thank you very much for your information. All right, not a problem. Have a great evening. Take care. Maybe I'll go hot air ballooning instead of going to the convention, then. We have a lot of hot air at the balloon. I mean, hot air at the convention. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we do. That's exactly we, we right. Probably, we probably could start our own hot air balloon. Maybe we're bringing it to the convention hall, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, always reminds me of a, it always reminds me of a story years ago. Of, and you've, I've probably told it on here before. Of one year in the, uh, one year, oh, back in the early 2000s, probably, maybe in the late 90s, the CCLVI always used to have a wine and cheese party. Yes. On Sunday afternoon. And one year it got published as the wind and cheese party. <laughs> and Pat Beattie, Lord of Mercy on her, said, it's perfectly appropriate. There's no more hot air and hot wind in, in ACB than there is in CCLVI's That's exactly wind right, and cheese party. <laughs> yeah, I miss her. I tell you what, she was all right. She was a cool lady. <laughs> yeah, she was. But uh, other than that, let's see. Did anyone else have any questions that they'd like to ask? If you do, go right ahead and raise your hand. Now, I'm curious about the hot air balloon. I might have to look that up. I wouldn't have thought of out there. Being, I wouldn't have either. I mean, I think I, of updrafts and you need like some mountains or something. No, I, I, I do know that we have hot air balloons that, you know, that are released over our football stadium, Memorial Stadium, every time Nebraska scores their first touchdown. But oh, that's um, few and far between these days, given our record. So <laughs> we won't go there. All right. Well, Beth, you can unmute. Um, so, Omaha, so, um, how far will we be away from the, I mean, uh, how how many hotels will they be staying in? Um, right. Go ahead, Jerry. I, no, go ahead. I believe it's just one, but that's that'll my understanding. Be something, that'll be something that... Uh, we'll have a lot more information. Janet will have all the information on. I think. Janet- and I was going to say, if you want hot air ballooning, you'll have to come to New Mexico in October. Hey, that's the, uh, what I'm thinking is, yeah. The I first was- two weekends in October. So the hot air balloon fest that they have. You bet. The Hyatt in Albuquerque <laughs> yeah. always used to sell out those two weekends, first two weekends in October. Oh, yeah, they sure do. They do. That's exactly right. So anybody wants to go to hunter? People even rent out their homes, like Airbnbs and stuff like that, for during those ten days. Oh, I'm sure. It's uh-huh. something I've always wanted to do: is hot air ballooning. 
but I, I have this terrible fear that I'll get airsick and I get up there. Well, and no one down below is going to be happy with that. You know, we talk about hot air ballooning. I was at a, uh, on a fam trip a number of years ago when I worked for Hyatt. They always offered incentive trips to those that had perfect attendance for the year. We went to uh, Avon, Colorado the one year that I was qualified, and we were in the bar and having a few drinks, and I was not really in my right mind, per se, and I agreed to hot air balloon. I thought, what did I get myself into? You know, because I, you know, I just something I've never done and all of that, and just kind of petrified. Luckily, it rained and I was able to get out of it. <laughs> you know, so you sound like my husband. He agreed to go whitewater rafting with me. Actually, we had a deal. I would go in a helicopter if he would go whitewater rafting. <laughs> and I'm not sure how sober he was at the time, but <laughs> I held him to it. <laughs> well, there you go. On the other hand, he held me to the helicopter, which I ended up absolutely adoring. I loved right. helicoptering. I, I, oh, I'll do the hot air. Well, yeah, all right then. All that right. sounds good. We'll, we'll see what the story is with hot air balloons out in what, Nebraska. Will I live and die? I, I'm not afraid. I'm just, I'm very interested in, uh, I have to confess, I am a beef lover. Oh, Omaha steak. Omaha steak. Yeah. Yes. Nebraska is <laughs> known, guys, for their beef. Yeah. Mm, they really are. You want a good, nice, thick, juicy steak? Like I said before, Garage Steakhouse is where you want to go. There's Cashios that's not too far from the hotel. There's a lot of places you can go to get good quality beef. That's my idea of. But we do have vegetarian yeah. restaurants too. And so. I, yeah. And I just I just would mention too that um, for those that are wondering uh, how the information is going to come out and stuff. Uh, the ACB board and I assume the convention committee are going to be meeting in Omaha in October, second weekend of October um, at the hotel. So uh, we'll have some idea at that time of kind of what things are like there and uh, all that sort of thing. So uh, that's when, that's when, um, um, because I was on a host committee until this little thing called the pandemic hit us. Uh, <laughs> well, that's when we all kind of get together and talk about uh, tours and other you know, sorts of things. So I'm sure there'll be plenty of of opportunities to to, to tour. And we've got uh, not only the state of Nebraska there, but the state of Iowa there too. So uh, um, there, I'm sure there'll be plenty of good uh, tour opportunities. Jim, I have a question. Do you have any theaters that provide any plays or that with audio description out there? Uh, we have theaters that do, obviously, the movies with audio description. There used to be, and I think it's still around, it's called the Diner Theater, um, that do the plays with audio description. You actually go in, they feed you, and then it's a live performance. Yes, that is still here. Oh, that's that's a great fun. I haven't been to. We we did one. We did that once at. I'm trying to remember where we were. We've done it a couple of times at conventions. San Francisco, I remember that for sure. But yeah, no, this was. Um, hmm. I want to say it was Des Moines. I'm pretty sure we did it in Des Moines, and I seem to recall doing it somewhere else. But my, I, I want to say Jacksonville. But I could be wrong on that one. Yeah. It now was, there are theaters that do audio descript with with um, food, so yeah, that would be an option too for the convention committee to look at and see if they can make something work. So, 
Yes, indeed. Yeah, I had a I came in late to the call since it took me forever to find the Zoom link. Um, this is Kevin. Oh, hi, Kevin. Uh, How are hey, you? Fine. Where exactly in Omaha are we staying? Downtown near the airport, or what would it, it be? Is, it's downtown Omaha. It's probably Epley Airfield is in actually in Carter Lake, Iowa. Believe it or not. Um, probably a good 10, 15 minutes from the, um, airport to the hotel. Okay. Shuttle, sir. Um, uh, Uber, Lyft, cab. Uh, I don't believe the hotel has a shuttle, but I do, I, I do know the hotel does have a shuttle within a certain mile radius. And which hotel was it again? Uh, Hilton. Oh, good. Okay. Hilton, Omaha. Like I said, like oh, I said, it's the Hilton. Okay, it's the Hilton. Yes, it's connected to the uh, CHI that's how, bad, that's how badly I need to listen to Janet because I thought it was the Hyatt. <laughs> well, there is a Hyatt in Omaha, but I tell you what, it couldn't hold us. Uh, it couldn't well, hold I'll us. look it up and see what it's all about. Yeah, yes, you, indeed. Yeah, have to check and see if it's got a pool and all yeah, this. It, it, I go wear, wear your mask. Yeah, I Forget that. Does it have a? Does it have one of those uh, happy hours every afternoon? Uh, it has a happy hour. In fact, my philosophy on happy hours: anytime you have a drinking hand, is happy hour. But uh, yeah, no, it do, it does have happy hour specials. Yes. Oh, great! The important stuff. Right. Absolutely. Does anyone else have any other questions? I just don't want to miss anything. If anybody. Has anything else that they want to ask us, ask Jim about? Um, if if not, um, Jim, I'm going to put you on the spot. This one I didn't let you know about, I guess. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no. Um, we just got talking recently, and it reminded me that well, this is your hometown. Um, somebody had suggested, it had been suggested that we do a visibility show on hometowns. And I started thinking about what we could, you know, is it different now from what it was when you grew up? How are places different? Think about it for a couple of minutes because right now Rick has his hand up and, uh, Rick, you, you are unmuted. Yes. Thank you very much. I uh, just want to ask you, uh, do they have any blues clubs in Omaha? Any who? Blues clubs, like in the music, blues. Blues. Oh, said booze. Blues. B-L-U-E-S. Uh, there are um, blues or jazz. Um, n- nothing that is coming to mind that's too close to the hotel, but that doesn't mean you still can't get there. But there are, um, there are, there are those clubs in Omaha. So if you wanted to access something like that, uh, if, if, if for some reason it doesn't come out on the, uh, from the convention committee, you can always talk to guest services there at the Hilton and they can get you uh, pointed in the right direction. Thank you. Not a problem. That reminds me of a question, Jim. Um, do you know about how mileage-wise, about how big is Omaha? Do you know? 
Not offhand. I can. I'm just wondering if I wanted to go from if we if I wanted to go somewhere from the hotel. Let me see if I can say this right. If I went out from the hotel and still wanted to stay in Omaha, probably like how long a ride would it be to get out to the outer edges of Omaha? You it, it depends. If you take if if you're downtown Omaha and you take the interstate, probably thirty forty five minutes, and you'd still be in in you'd, Omaha. You'd still be in Omaha, yes. Oh, okay. So that's it. It is a pretty good square mileage type. We have a cabin a mile and at Southside Omaha. It's still in the same county, which is Douglas County. Uh, and from our driveway to our cabin, it's thirty minutes. Oh, you, have, nice. you have city limit and county. County, county go out farther. They do, yes. What, what, what would city? What would be city limit? It'd probably be about twenty-five, thirty minutes. Okay, that's. I was just wondering. So, you're not talking a a huge Uber cost, for instance, to go somewhere that isn't proximate to the hotel not necessarily no, i'm thinking like it's... like the blues clubs that rick just mentioned or something something that might be i think you had mentioned like the west end of town that kind of thing right so you wouldn't be talking a you know you're not talking a 75 dollar cab fare or something. not necessarily no it depends of course if you do uber or lyft it depends on whether it's the price surge in effect yeah you're right yeah. typically no all right that is good to know you, you, you got to have to know between the city limit and the county limit. Well, uh-huh. the county goes out further than, than the city does, obviously. But, uh, right. yeah, city limits probably, you know, 25, 30 minutes. Oh, like okay, Debbie, did you have a question? Yes. Um, you mentioned about... Uh, is there, is there a pretty big um, train presence in the Omaha? Amtrak is in downtown Omaha, which is maybe you know not that far from the hotel. So that would be something that would be easily accessible. Yeah, there is a there is a huge train there is a train presence here. Yes, that would be um, that would be a fun experience. Is the for for groups to come via train? It depends yeah. where you're coming from. Where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can I ask Debbie where, you, where, would you, where would you be coming from if you, if you came by train? Well, I would have the option to come either from Nashville. I have uh, family in Nashville, or from uh, somewhere in Kentucky. I guess Ken- yeah, Kentucky would have to be. Uh, I'd have to get to Chicago. Do you think? I have no clue. Uh, probably either. so, but don't make the same mistake I did. I a friend and I took the. Uh, we were was it Reno, I believe. Uh, Mark and I took the train back from. I, I'd never been on the on, on Amtrak. I mean, let's try it out, and so we sure. took the train back from uh, Reno to Omaha. Yeah, I tell you what, two and a half days. There's nothing wrong with it, but when you don't have a sleeper car, it gets old after the first hour. <laughs> you know, so but no, it worked. I, it, guys, it's a good experience. If you get the chance, to take the train, take it. Just you know, just experience it. I was um, in in the book, um, People of Vision, and in, in you know even before before um, 1960, uh, there was there's a there was one year where the 
um, the convention. I think it was it was in Denver, and they had arranged for uh, special train travel. We've done that. Um, they in arranged the past. for it. Okay. <clears throat> we did that uh-huh. in the past up in New England. Oh. We're going uh, down to Connecticut oh. and uh-huh. to New York uh, several years ago. And you'd need to have a pretty good size number of people. Okay. I think it's yeah. an ex- excess of at least 10, and I almost want to say 25. I don't remember which. But I'm, Terry, I'm wondering yeah. if what Debbie's referring to is Denver was my first convention in 1990 when Leroy Saunders was president. And I'm wondering if she's not referring to. Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs, because they do have the Cog Railways there that at, at that time was running. And if you wanted the group, you had to have a certain amount, a certain number of folks to qualify for a group discount. Yeah, okay. yeah, that that's what I'm saying. And Amtrak still does do that, but it's a fairly significant number of people. Well, I thank you all. I want to thank Jim. Um, I'm sure we'll probably be hearing a lot more from you over the course of the next 10 or 11 months. Mm. Um, I want to wish everyone a thoroughly enjoyable... uh, A thoroughly enjoyable convention next year. I'm looking forward to... I'm just looking forward to seeing people that I haven't seen. I, my last yes. convention in person was was St. Louis. Oh my! And that's like that's like four years this coming that was, year. That was fifteen, wasn't it? Or no, that was eighteen. It was eighteen. Eighteen to twenty-two, though. That's four years. Yeah. I'm looking for some good hugs and drinks. Um, <laughs> I'm looking. That's exactly right. You know, and I, and I think a lot of people are going to be I, that way. I, I agree uh, with this one. I agree. And I, I think it's going to be a great convention, and we've got you know a lot going on. And so I want to thank you all for this, and well, and thank Jim again, and Larry, and Ray, and all of you that have asked questions this evening. And I just want to give you a quick, a quick story about uh, announcement about next week. Next week we are going to do. <clears throat> Um, that, you know, we've all been to a lot of conventions, whether they were national or state, chapter meetings, legislative seminars. We all know things that have happened that have occurred that they kind of stick in our minds, whether it was something very funny, whether it was a very moving event, whether it was a, a great achievement that took place either due to or at one of our conventions, and I would really like to put together um, a couple of shows of those events from those of us who experienced them firsthand that we can put together for a podcast of the 60 years of ACB. And so I would invite all of you and anyone else listening tonight to join us next Friday night to talk about this convent, this recent convention, and all of the ones before, and some of the great things that have happened at our conventions, and just in general at your local chapter meeting, where something embarrassing happened to somebody. We won't mention names. Uh, yes, we will. Oh. There, there are some really good stories around. We we will do it in in good taste and protect the innocent. <laughs> and in oh, some man. cases, protect the guilty. 
Well, that's right. <laughs> but I want to thank you all again this week and look forward to visiting with all of you again next week here on Visibilities. Right. Thanks, Terry. Thanks, Terry. Good night, everyone. Good. Take care.